0: Welcome, Boss Agents. This is the Boss Agent Podcast with your hosts, Matt. Hey, everyone. And Rich. Well, we're here to support real estate agents, and that's not just in the day-to-day of getting transactions done. We want you to be successful all around, and that's why today we're talking about what is a Burr deal.
1: Yep, and I think it's a pretty common question, actually, when someone comes across that term. They want to find out, what is a bird. What, what does that even mean? Yeah, what so is that? we'll go over that today.
0: Absolutely. And it's really important, I think, that Matt and I both agree, as a real estate agent, you need to have rentals in your portfolio. It's a big deal, uh, at least right now in our current tax climate, the way taxes work now. It's super critical to your success, because you don't get a 401k. So, all right. Let's get into it. First step of a bird deal is the purchase.
1: Right. So, Well, we should actually tell them real quick what bird stands for. Oh, you're totally right. So... so. Burr, It's buy, rehab, rent, refinance, and then repeat that process.
0: Correct. So yeah, I almost forgot. So yeah, go ahead. (laughs) So the first step is the buy. And this is by far the most important uh, step. It takes up like almost half of my note sheet. It is super important. Uh, You've heard the phrase, you make the money when you buy the property. That is so true in all of real estate investing, but specifically in the Burr deal, it is Critical.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we we've heard multiple already successful investors say that you make the money when you buy the property. That's absolutely. how it works.
0: So the uh, just before we get really in depth, I want to say I'm currently doing my first bird deal, so um, I'm going through this process right now. So uh, you want to make sure, probably the biggest key to when you purchase is you want to make sure you're all in costs. Now this includes everything, the purchase of the property, holding costs. Closing costs, commissions, repairs, property management, uh, costs to close on the refinance, literally all of the costs you can possibly imagine are 65 to 70% of the ARV. ARV means after repair value. Right.
1: And again, the key to doing burrs is to purchase the property at the right price. And you need to, um, as real estate agents, you guys need to be Uh, helpful with determining that after repair value.
0: Yeah. Uh, Most non-real estate agent investors are going to team up with a real estate agent. And I'm not saying team up like give them equity, just team up with all their investments. They'll use them for their purchases and listings because the real estate agent, a good real estate agent, is going to be able to determine after repair value very accurately. And typically, uh, in case you want more transactions as an agent, typically if you team up with a successful A burr team or a successful investor they're going to give you a lot of transactions a year um but the point is is that you have access to the mls you know what the neighborhoods are you're an expert you're a boss agent right so you should be able to determine that arv and then be able to determine what 65 to 70 percent of that is and be able to purchase there why 65 to 70 percent we'll get to that in a little bit but the reason why is because when you do the refinance part of it most banks are going to give you 75% of the value of the property in a cash out refinance.
1: Yeah, that's usually the case uh, pretty much with any any lender.
0: Now I think that my partner and I on Arbor I think we got lucky. I think our lender is going to give us 80% which is awesome. Uh, we didn't expect that. And you shoot for 65 to 70 because you get a five percent buffer or a 10% buffer if you're really good. And that's super important. So there's a couple ways you can buy where you can use your own cash uh, most. People aren't going to be able to do that on their first deal. So you can use your own cash. You can use hard money, and hard money is very expensive. Um, if you don't know what it is, basically, you get a six-month loan, and upfront you got to pay interest, and then every month you pay interest, and then if you go over the six-month loan limit, it resets. You got to pay a huge chunk of interest. It's a very excuse me, excuse me. It's very very expensive. So I have like nightmares about hard money. Um, I only know one investor who's used it and he totally lost money on the deal. Um, the next way is private lenders, which is my preferred way of doing deals. I've been a private lender, which is where you write a check and hand it to somebody. Matt, you have some experience with that? Yep. Just did
1: it. First just time. Just did it. First
0: time. Yeah. With who?
1: Yeah, uh, possibly you. <laughs> possibly <laughs> you.
0: <laughs> so Matt is an investor on our BRR. Um So how that works is there's a couple different ways of doing it. We do the shares way, which is where... If the deal needs, these are fake numbers. If the deal needs $100,000, I picked it because it's round, then there's 100 shares. Each share is 1000 bucks. You can set minimums for your first transaction. You might not want to set a minimum too high. For instance, I'd like to be where my minimum is, I'm not going to take less than ten grand from you. That would be ideal for me, but that's not what we did on this transaction because it's our first one, and we want people to be able to feel comfortable. Also, because it's our first one, we invested a lot of our own money, a ton of our own money, um, my partner and I are way more than 50% of the money up front because we want our investors to know we got skin in the game too. So that's the shares way. Uh, basically, they give you the money up front. When it closes, they get a percentage of the profit based on how many shares they owned. Mm-hmm. So that is the best way in my opinion. So moving on to... Step two, the rehab.
1: Right. So the rehab, that's something that you know you guys have to determine, okay, what improvements can you do to the property to increase the value um, and without going overboard, you know, back to the, you know, you have to keep it within the neighborhood uh, specs. Uh, this is something I just have experience with, with our own property, not necessarily a bird, but, you know, our own property uh, where you can determine, okay, you can fix this up and, you know, you can do it a market analysis and see, okay, I can get this price for it. Um, that's really important. And as real estate agents, that's something that we can kind of you know, have expertise on and, uh, really give some good advice on.
0: Yeah. And again, uh, you don't want to go overboard. So an example of this is going to be, if you can add an extra bedroom or egress windows in the basement to make basement square footage legal, uh, depending on your code, I don't know if that works in your area or not, but a kitchen rehab bathroom additions in again, not taking away too much square footage, but a bathroom addition or rehabbing the bathroom realistically, when you're buying a burr, you're probably going to rehab the bathroom. It's a very good chance. Um, and then remember, you're not going high end or luxury. Don't put granite countertops in if it's not the standard. Now, if you buy a property in I don't know Beverly Hills or something, and you're burying it, yeah, put some granite countertops in. <laughs> but um, typically in the standard residential area, you're not going to be doing stuff like that. Don't go luxury; it's not going to help your appraisal go up enough to offset the cost. Right, exactly. So then we have rent. Rent is the next step. So we're on the uh, second R. There are four R's, just to be clear. Right.
1: <laughs> so, uh, the, the, the main thing with this is the bank, you know, is going to want the property to be rented out and occupied.
0: Well, they want it to be occupied, preferably by you, but right. a renter is the next best thing. They're right. not going to want it vacant. Plus, if they have a seasoning period, which we can talk about in the next step, but if they have a seasoning period of six months, say, and your rehab took three months, well, it's three months you have to sit there, you don't want to just throw the money out, put a renter in there and collect rent. So, all right. Um. Oh, make sure to ask for an interior appraisal. Do not let the bank do arrive by appraisal. Um, and I know that's kind of in the refinance part, but the reason I say that is because let the tenants know when it's rented. Hey, the appraiser's coming on January third. Could you please clean the property? <laughs> um, don't let the appraiser surprise them. First of all, that's not legal. You need to give tenants notice. notice. Yep. But then also, you know, they'll clean it up. If you tell them in, in advance, if you tell them a week in advance, like, Hey, please can the property, it's going to get appraised out. It matters a lot. Please do this. Typically your tenants are going to be nice enough to do it for you. So also your mortgage is likely to be higher than if you bought it the normal way, but it's worth it because you're not going to be money invested. So, all right, next step is refinance. We kind of, yeah, rent and refinance are pretty they go hand in hand cuz in the rent you're preparing for the refinance. Right.
1: So they kind of go hand in hand, but so yeah, next step is to refinance that property and the key I guess is to get that cash out refinance. Uh, yeah. that that's the whole point of doing the bur.
0: And it's really important to understand this is still a loan. You're taking a loan out. It's what a refinance is. And you need to get pre-approved for this loan from your preferred lender before you buy a property. Because if you get stuck with, let's say you use hard money, that would be the worst case scenario. Having hard money and not qualifying for the, the cash out refi, you're going to lose a ton of money. Um, so you need to get pre-qualified for that before you even buy the property.
1: Right. And then also when you're doing that, make sure the bank actually does cash out refis. Yep. Uh, if they don't, then you, you should probably switch. Um, not probably. You have you to. You have to <laughs> you for <laughs> this situation.
0: Um. Yeah. Don't. Just go to your local bank because you have your checking account there. It's just like buying a house, right? You're a real estate agent. When you refer your buyers to a bank, you're not like, yeah, I use whoever you use your checking account with. It's totally cool. Yeah, I would you shop give them around. A specific, this is the lender that does a good job. Right. You got to do the same thing with investing. Credit unions are usually good. I think it's a credit union who we have. My partner's handling that half of stuff. But I think it's a credit union who we have who's giving us 80%. So really awesome. Um. So I seasoning guess I, period. Yeah. Quick, oh, yeah. Don't on the forget. Yes. Most banks. Now, if you find one without this, uh, they're gold and do not ever leave them. But most banks are going to have a seasoning period. That seasoning period could be three months, six months, or nine months. Six months is typically the average. What is a seasoning period? Well, let's say you buy the property, you close on it. They're not going to refi you for six months after that. So that's when you rehab it. That's when you rent it. And then the refi usually happens after that. Again, some banks will do it in three some banks don't have a seasoning period. Once the rehab is done, they're gonna let you re- refi it. If you find a bank like that, hold on to them. So,
1: right. And our, our last R is the repeat. Do it again.
0: Yeah, do it again. Automate it. Systemize it. Um, you can get CRMs. You can get companies that will do the mailers for you. Uh, that's something that if you have the money, the budget set aside, because essentially you're starting a business. Let's be clear, you're starting. It's just like starting a real estate uh, license or. Mm-hmm firm you're starting a business if you have the money to do the marketing do it if you have the money to buy a crm i highly recommend it just like for real estate get a crm they make crms specifically for real estate investors i don't know any off the top of my head um because for me this is a side business that once this one's done i probably will go more into it um but get that crm and systemize and automate everything work with your team, your team being your contractor, your insurance agent, your lender, your real estate agent, if if you're not doing your own representation. And then uh, also you can partner up. So I have no problem admitting I'm only a 50% owner in the bird deal we're doing. I, I prefer it that way because my work scope is set to my lifestyle and his work scope is set to his lifestyle. So I don't have to deal with managing the contractors or getting a property manager or tenants or any of that stuff. My half is bringing the deal to the company and closing it on the first time. His half is everything else. So that's for me a great setup. If you can find somebody like that as a real estate agent, it'd be it'd probably be a good move. Of course, qualify them, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, when you're you know doing any kind of business and you're coming in with a partner or a team, definitely, yeah, do do due diligence on them. Yeah. Uh, Make i sure had to they, like
0: check this guy out
1: yeah well yeah vice versa
0: right So you know? absolutely you got to so. so all right that's everything for what is a burr um if you have questions on it please let us know i wanted to make note that really the authority and i don't have a problem saying somebody knows more about something than i do um the authority on this is david green at bigger pockets he is the burr guy Um, he shaved his head. So I like him already. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, if you want more on it, he actually wrote the book. Literally it's called Burr. It's written by him. So I've read it. Uh, you probably should too. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) But check David Green's stuff out. He really is the expert. So
1: awesome. All All right. Well, great. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and share this video. Uh, also subscribe. We, uh, post content every week, multiple times a week. So make sure to check that out.
0: Absolutely. And if you're on a podcast, uh, station, I don't know what to call them, station? Yeah. Uh, if you're on a podcast station, make sure to leave a five-star rating. Please, that helps us so much. And then, uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you guys. Let us know what other content you want. Of course, we have stuff scheduled and, and we recording stuff that we want to put out. But if there's something you want to see, tell us. We'll do it.
1: That's right. All right. All right. Have a good day, everyone. Thanks. Bye.